the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know who it is. It's Riley McBride filling in for Andrea K here on the Andrea K Show Hour Two. Happy Friday, everybody! I am looking forward to the weekend. Going to exercise and, and uh, make up some good food and play some music and go to the beach and live it up. You know, I just love the weekend so much. It's Friday night. What 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 can you ask for? What, what more can you ask for, I guess, right? It's the best night of the week. This This time window right here. Work is just starting to end for people. The weekend is just starting to begin. That is paradise to me. However, by the way, <laughs> speaking of paradise, or should I say paradise lost, it seems like the Biden administration just does not respect this country at all. And I would argue the same with many Democrats, including this one Senate staffer who I guess was caught filming homosexual intercourse in a Senate hearing room. This is just so disgusting, and it's according to a film that was obtained by the Daily Caller. I believe they have a report on it. It's really, really disturbing stuff, everybody. We're going to talk more about it. We got some other stories, by the way, I want to talk about, too. Some stuff going on at the border. Uh, There's some stuff going on with these migrants who are rejecting certain food, like sandwiches, pancakes, donuts, and chicken at various shelters in New York City because they say it's not healthy for them, or they just don't like it, which sounds like a whole lot of entitlement for somebody who's come into this country illegally and is just being granted accommodations left and right. So people are getting to be very greedy, and their true colors are showing. I, I just can't believe it. We take you into this country. We, we stick you up in a hotel room. We prioritize you above American people, and these migrants... What do they what do they pay us back with? How do how do they repay us for bringing them into this country by the millions? They reject our sandwiches and our pancakes and donuts and say it's unhealthy. All right. Well, there's a lot of other stuff going on as well. It's all I'm not sure, by the way, because there's a lot more uh, where that comes from in terms of what's going on with the Biden White House, which put out this really, really weird Christmas video as some sort of way to, to, you know, fan the flames of holiday cheer, but in a very secular, non-religious way, which means they show you Christmas imagery. They show you characters or dancers dressed up as characters from the Nutcracker. They allude to Christian values and dance around the story of the birth of Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. But they don't ever actually endorse Christianity or say Merry Christmas. God forbid 
that we say Merry Christmas to each other in a Christian nation. Remember last night we were talking about that Washington Post article, actually, about some reporter being offended because somebody wished her a Merry Christmas, or maybe it was him, I'm not, I forget, but the point is this reporter got, got all upset because somebody wished them a Merry Christmas, which I guess is a cardinal sin in a Christian country in which the foundation of everything is the protection of your God-given rights. Hmm, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Okay, <laughs> I just can't believe the the insanity of the Biden White House. Apparently, by the way, I'm not sure if you saw the video. Please go look it up. They got these very weird dancers, and the dancing isn't even good. The, the tapping is all, it's tap dancing, but it's all out of sync, the audio and the video. It's not very good. You got a female nutcracker. You got a, a, a female mouse king. You got men that look like women. It's very weird and androgynous, and I, I don't like any of it. Terrible choreography. I expect better. It's cer it, Certainly, if Trump was in office, we'd get a better Merry Christmas than, than this. I mean, again, they don't even say Merry Christmas. It's just... And then at the end, it's, you know, White House approves this message. Uh just, just despicable. But apparently the group behind this viral video is a radical, anti-white, anti-America group called Dorance Dance or Durant's Dance. And on the group website, they call for defunding the police, for pushing CRT, for abolishing prisons. They have a whole section of their website dedicated to anti-white literature. They have certain... FAQs are a list of common questions, including what is white privilege? What is white fragility? What is systemic racism? What does it mean if you stay silent about racism? How does white feminism exclude women of color? Blah, 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 blah. And then they have some other stuff about paid programs and memberships. <laughs> I'm sure their members-only content is fantastic. But still, this is this is who we hire. I, I, we didn't even hire a dance group. They just hired a bunch of woke radicals who quote Marxist terrorists like Angela Davis, who also just so happened to dance on the side. <laughs> this is the gift that just keeps on giving everybody. The Biden administration, incompetence, malice, the secularization of America, the death of the soul, the cultural conquest of this country, a whole new class of political prisoners mass censorship and surveillance, including with the expansion of the FBI's or the, the FISA 702 section. I'm not sure if you all have heard about that, but I'm sure you have the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Basically, it gave the government the ability to spy on foreign agents without a warrant, and now they want that same authority. But when it comes to Americans, they want to spy on U.S. citizens, even when they don't have a warrant and even when there is no cause to do so, simply because the pencil pushers and the unelected bureaucrats running these vast bureaucracies in D.C. are incredibly power-hungry. Now, Biden himself doesn't seem to be particularly power-hungry. I think Jill's really more the one that pushed him into running for president. But either way, there's just no excuse for this viral video. Please go look at it online. I cannot do it justice. And I cannot emphasize enough how cringy the video truly is in all of the wrong ways. Having said that, it's not as cringy as the story from the Daily Caller. Truly, I can't believe it, but a Senate staffer caught filming a homosexual sex tape in a Senate hearing room. I know this is dis disturbing. I know it's disgusting. I I it's not appropriate if you have 
children or young people listening, please send them out of the room or turn this off and resume it later because this is just, it's sickening to me, to my core, physically, all throughout. It sends chills all throughout my body. It, it just, it's, it's, the, it's the immorality, it's the depravity, it's the degeneracy, it's also the blatant disrespect for important spaces in the U.S. government. A Senate chamber? I mean, this is a Senate hearing room. This is absolutely inexcusable. Apparently, this this video, it's leaked amateur pornography, shows a congressional staffer having intercourse with an unknown man. Again, the uh, the video shows, according to the Daily Caller, the alleged staffer can also be seen in a photo naked on all fours, hands and knees, looking back at the camera on the table, where senators often sit to ask questions during a hearing. And by the way, it appears to be unprotected intercourse. Ah, uh, this is just so disturbing in so many ways, but this is what the Biden administration is doing to this country. A source identified the room to the Daily Caller as Senate Room Heart 216, the Judiciary Room. <clears throat> Excuse me, the caller blurred out his face because his identity has not been confirmed. Wow. And uh, it's just it's just so, so sickening, so disturbing. You can find more about this online. Daily, the Daily Caller has not confirmed the identities of either party in this video. But they did review the chat where the video leaked and confirmed it was shared in a private group for homosexual men in American politics. Truly, truly disturbing, disgusting. I don't know. Yeah, apparently this is Senate room SDG50. The outlet blurred the man's face. It's just so, so disturbing. This is a developing story. According to Laura Loomer, quote, I can exclusively confirm that the senator whose staffer was caught filming a sex tape in the Senate hearing room is Democrat Senator Ben Cardin. Well, Senator Cardin, you have a whole lot of explaining to do to your constituents, to your state, to the American people. I'm actually not sure where he's from. Democrat Senator Ben Cardin. If you know what state he's from, reach out to me. I, I don't know. I, I don't... Hopefully he's... I mean, again, it could be from anywhere, I guess. I, I don't know where this where this guy's from, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised anymore with this kind of de- degeneracy in modern-day America because we've completely pornified the society, the pornification of modern America is disgusting and disturbing and it's chipping away at the foundations of this country at the at the roots of our judeo-christian moral framework at the foundations of everything that we're doing here in this country it truly is sickening and disturbing but what can i say everybody this is this is your taxpayer dollars hard at work in the u.s government the biden administration the democrat party unbelievable meanwhile we have other crises brewing all across the country and in every single major city, especially as these cities become border towns, thanks to this unprecedented, historic, illegal immigration crisis. Several migrants actually confessed to the New York Post today that the meals served up to them um, at a New York City asylum are so bad they often just throw them out, with some people opting to sneakily cook food in their rooms instead. Their claims of terrible food come one day after it was revealed thousands of uneaten, taxpayer-funded meals prepared for asylum seekers are tossed each and every day. Thousands of uneaten meals. According to one man from Venezuela, quote, no one likes the food. 
That's what he said to the post outside of the Roosevelt Hotel, which is which is really the main migrant intake center for the Big Apple. He said, without lying, quote, it's bad. It's bad. Now, meals served to the migrants include pancakes um, and certain uh, fried tortillas for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch, and dinners include chicken alfredo and chicken with spaghetti. The number of meals being wasted is down in part to asylum seekers ditching the city-funded food in favor of buying their own. <laughs> wow. The Post spotted several different migrant families bringing in groceries into the Roosevelt Hotel this week, including strollers stacked with boxes of Cheerios and cornflakes, as well as bags filled with chips, bread, and pasta. Wow, they don't want the government's pasta? They want their own pasta? Wow, this is, this is wild. With what money? The taxpayer dollar? I mean, I, I <laughs> this is where our money is going? I'm, I work myself to the bone and I'm broke because every do- for every dollar I spend, the Biden administration spends four that we don't have on things that we don't need, and then the food just gets tossed. Apparently, there's a lot of food left over because people are, again, eating in their rooms, according to another migrant, Victor Herrera, 29 years old, who said a lot of people get food on the street because it tastes better and there's more variety. <laughs> okay. <laughs> variety is a top concern. I thought this was going to be about the health. Apparently, people were, were concerned about health. I guess one mom is, she said, nothing healthy apart from eggs and fruit, apples and oranges, but no oats. As for the rest of the meals, she said, the food is very cold, and they don't let us warm anything up. You can't heat the food. However, she did admit to keeping a rice cooker in her shelter room, that she shares with her two-year-old daughter, and they use that to make meals. Quote, they don't let us cook, so the mothers have rice pots that we cook with. We make rice and meat in the pot in the room. I try to cook as much as I can in our room so my daughter, so my daughter doesn't eat too much from the street because it's not healthy. Wow, okay. So that's your taxpayer dollars really hard at work, making sure that non-U.S. citizens get free handouts and free meals while the rest of us work hard to pay tons of money for barely any food, thanks to soaring prices and sustained inflation. I, I'm struggling to, to keep putting food on the table and keep all of my bills paid for and to just sustain my own life. And on top of that, now my taxpayer dollars are being used to sustain the lives of other people. And once again, the Biden administration shows that this is the America last agenda. We, the people, are not the priority anymore. This is no longer a republic of, by, and for the American people. We're being conquered. This is an invasion going on at the southern border. It's being government-sanctioned and subsidized. And that brings me to a great quote from Mr. Ronald Reagan, because we are going to take a quick break, so I will end with a nice quote from Ronald Reagan. I believe he said that the government doesn't solve our problems. It subsidizes them. <laughs> oh, Ronald, the great communicator. Truly a treasure of American history. An unsung hero. But not all heroes wear capes. Including Mr. Ronald Reagan, who was spot on about it. Every time the government seems to get involved, things get worse. At least when it's, you know, coming from the progressive left. Why can't we just secure the border? Why can't we just close the border? and start vetting the people who are in this country and at some point start talking about resettling folks in other countries, Mexico or countries of origin. We can't handle this. This is ridiculous. 
thousands of uneaten, taxpayer-funded meals every single day being thrown away. How much more of this can the American people take? All right, everybody, stick around. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back, and we've still got the rest of the second hour here on The Answer San Diego, so please stick around. We will be right back. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. We're back. I hope you stuck around. But if not, if you got a jet and you got something going on, or maybe you missed the first hour, or even the first segment of this hour, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can also. If you have any feedbacks or, you know, maybe you want to add to the conversation because, again, I could have missed a detail. Maybe there's a story out there you want to get my take on or the same for Andrea. You can email her or you can reach out to AK Show San Diego on X or at Riley underscore McBride underscore on X. Please, I, I want to I want to know what you're all, what you all are thinking. I really do. I'm curious, especially when it comes to this next story. It's really, really wild to see what's going on. I'm not sure. We, and we've talked about a lot tonight. We've talked about the debate a little bit. We've talked about some pretty crazy stuff going on with the migrants at these shelters in New York City, including at the Roosevelt Hotel, which is a premier spot. We also have a, another story to talk about here that sort of speaks to some of this decline in the big cities because New York City is not the only big metropolitan area that seems to uh, be past its prime. New York is beyond its heyday, unfortunately. It's really, it's really sad, too, because... New York is a quintessential American city, and there are still lots of cool things to do there and good people there. I don't want to one-dimensionalize the, the whole town because it's a big place. There's a lot going on. And sure, there's always going to be some level of wrongdoers and ne'er-do-wells, especially in a place with that many people. It makes it easy to be uh, to get away, I suppose, right? Having to evade law enforcement. They're just bogged down, especially following the whole defund the police nonsense. There's so many police departments that are understaffed and underfunded, and that makes it very easy for criminals to act. It turns out, newsflash, this just in, it turns out when you defund the police, crime skyrockets like a firework. And that's exactly what's going on in the Pacific Northwest, not just in New York City, but also in Portland, According to this new report, it's only been out a couple of days. Lots of people talking about it, but I'm getting this from the post-millennial, so if you want to follow along, you can. 68, here's the headline. This is unbelievable to me. It was only a matter of time. It was inevitable. I can't believe this hasn't happened sooner, but apparently, according to this headline, si quote, and I do quote, 68% of Portlanders say that Portland is declining and 56% of them would consider moving if they could. A new poll conducted by DHM Research on behalf of the Portland Police Association finds that a majority of those currently living in Oregon's largest city would leave if they had the chance, if they could afford to do so, if they had that kind of flexibility in their lives. The results come amid rising crime and years of social unrest, largely from the progressive far left, um, and clashes with uh, 
I guess they're far right counterparts. I don't even want to say far right, but the point is Proud Boys and Antifa, they like to fight each other, but it's mostly Antifa and Black Lives Matter. It really is pretty lopsided. But according to this poll, which was conducted earlier this month among 500 voters, 56% of the respondents said they would leave the city if they could afford to do so personally and professionally. When asked their opinion on how things were going, residents were not optimistic. <laughs> Go figure. Only 21% of them said Portland is good and, and its best days are ahead of us, or it. Whereas 68% said Portland is losing what once made it very special. And that's true. Portland used to be a very, very special place. A lot of natural beauty. A lot of seemingly cool people. I've actually got family in the area, in the city of Portland. And my own family members can attest to the very sad and very rapid decline of that city under far-left leadership. Shout out to, I think he's still the mayor, Ted Wheeler, who was kneeling with BLM rioters and protesters for every night for four months straight during the summer of 2020. Or I guess it was the whole year, um, you know, from, from maybe June through September or October. Really, really sad stuff. I mean, more than $2 billion in property damage, these, these far leftist groups. And, and the Pacific Northwest has always been sort of a hub for some level of left-wing radicalism, but it's really gone off the rails in recent years. I'm not sure if it's because they're getting more funding from George Soros or more encouragement from Democrats or if Trump derangement syndrome is a factor here. I, I don't know what's going on, but apparently over three-quarters of respondents, 78%, said that they felt as though crime had increased over the past few years, with 74% of people saying they were either somewhat concerned or very concerned that they or members of their families would be the next victims of criminal activity. And that's a good point. We talk about these crime stories all the time, and it's one thing to talk about it when it's happening to somebody else, but what happens when you're the one getting mugged? What happens when you're the one being held at gunpoint? What happens when it's your house that's burned down or your or your local liquor store that's burned down? What happens when they come to your town with the pitchfork politics and the identity politics motivated by CRT and DEI and Marxist revolutionaries like Angela Davis and the people that run BLM who are self-proclaimed Marxists? It's not surprising. The, the, the communist takeover of America, one, one key part of that has been completely undermining our traditional notions of law and order, ordered liberty, and even just notions of basic human decency. Having said that, a lot of crime is about opportunity. Again, you, if you give criminals an opportunity to act, then they will take advantage of it. That's why you have to lock people up. That's why you have to back law enforcement and make sure that every single police officer especially ones in the line of duty, are extremely well-trained. And you can never give in to the woke mob or the people who try to say that police officers are systemically racist or the people who say that all cops are evil people. Because there's plenty of people out there on the left who seem to think that law enforcement itself is somehow synonymous with oppression, and that's just not true. And what happens in the absence of law enforcement? The state of nature. This kind of anar anarcho-tyranny. On one hand, Joe Biden weaponizes the DOJ in D.C. to protect his son, who's actually committed crimes. On the other hand, he uses that same DOJ to target law-abiding Americans and citizens simply because they're Catholic or conservative or they criticized him. And on the third hand, I guess, <laughs> the real criminals 
are running our streets like war zones. We've got gangs, we've got terrorists, we've got mobs. They're all angry. They all seem to be very upset. And many of them concentrate in certain areas, particularly areas with underfunded police departments and lax George Soros-funded district attorneys. So places like Oakland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Portland, New York City, Chicago. That's, that's the key ingredient. We can't forget about those pesky, pesky Soros-funded district attorneys that refuse to hold criminals accountable for their actions, forcing law-abiding Americans to constantly live in a state of fear and danger. It's reckless endangerment of the worst kind. And that's why I think Portland is slowly dying, uh, and it's a suicide. This is all self-inflicted coming from the local Democrat Party. Now we have this poll, an overwhelming majority, 87% of respondents expressed a belief that public safety in Portland was not at a satisfactory level. And 71% said the situation would be improved with, oh, what is this? With more police officers, nearly 10 times more than those arguing less law enforcement was the answer. And over 70% said more should be done to add more officers on the street, strengthen police training, and incentivize officers to live in Portland. Over the past few years, the city has experienced an exodus. Census data shows that between July 1st of 2021 and July 1st of 2022 alone, 8,300 people fled Portland. That period of time came right after the BLM riots, which saw the city reduced to a battleground for at least 100 straight days. And prior, by the way, before the pandemic, Portland had experienced about 15 straight years of growth in population. But thanks to COVID tyranny and defunding the police, people don't want to move to Portland. People don't want to raise their family there. They don't want to go to school there. They don't want to start a business there. They don't want to invest in that community. People are leaving Portland. People who love it, who've been there for years. Some people who are from there, who've been raised there. It's sad to see another quintessential American city fall victim to the woke ideology, but it, do, it goes to show you wokeness kills. Defunding the police gets people killed. And consequently, just as if you, defund, if you defund police, crime spikes. If you want crime to sink like a stone, refund police. Start retraining officers and send a clear message to criminals, which usually are a small portion of the population. Usually, it's really the same few people committing crimes over and over and over again. And they're able to do that because some left-wing DA routinely fails to prosecute, prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. So part of this is the fact that left-wing DAs don't want to enforce laws. Part of it is also the fact that they want to, de they want to defund law enforcement. Part of it is the fact that you're giving criminals more opportunities to strike, which means more instances of crime. And part of it is the fact that good people that otherwise might vote for different elected officials leave. And what's left are people that keep voting for the problematic politicians whose thinking and policies has created the need for this exodus in the first place. So I don't know what's going to happen with the future of Portland or New York City or Chicago or St. Louis or Kenosha or Minneapolis or Seattle, there's, there's just so much, there's a nationwide crime epidemic, and it's directly tied to the defund the police movement. This is what we call anarcho-tyranny. We're sort of going away from a 
settled, civilized, state-based society to the state of nature in which, as Thomas Hobbes pointed out, life is nasty, short, brutish, incredibly violent. It becomes a game of power politics between terrorist organizations and gangs and drug dealers and human traffickers and all sorts of unsavory folks who really do need a lot of prayer. It's never too late to repent and to turn to God. For any uh, criminals out there, I guess, listening. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, I, I'm not sure what, what's in store for the future of Portland, but I know this. For all this negativity coming out of the Pacific Northwest, we have some good news coming out of Iowa, where the satanic display has finally been beheaded. It's finally been attacked, dethroned. Finally, we had a good Christian American who took action. He didn't stand by. He didn't, he didn't ask for permission. He saw evil in the world, in the heart of this Christian nation. And he knew what was right. And he acted on it. And now he's living with the ramifications, right? It's, what, it's, it's totally okay in modern America to, to attack Christianity. But how dare you go after Satanism? Unbelievable. In a Christian nation founded upon the idea that we have inalienable rights that come from God, the Heavenly Father, our Creator, the unmoved mover, as Aristotle once put it, who spun all of creation into existence. All right, everyone. On that note, though, please stay tuned because we will be right back after a short break. You're listening to Riley McBride filling in for Andrea Kay here on the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego, AM 1170. We will be right back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Quick shout-out to Andrea Kay. I hope you're having a good time. I hope you're having a great weekend. We all miss you here on The Andrea Kay Show. This is Riley McBride, DJ Sesame B, as some may know me. Filling in, we've had so much news to talk about. There's so much going on. This is truly some wild stuff, everybody. I uh, I don't know what to make of it. But here's what I will say. The Biden administration has broken every promise it's ever made to the American people, including this one. On September 6th of 2020, Joe Biden tweeted out the following, quote, we need to restore honor and decency to the White House. And what has followed? What is Joe Biden's definition of honor and decency? Topless trans activists at the White House, if you forgot about that one. Flying the pride flag above the American flag, saluting the pride flag above the American flag, placing it all over embassies, coming out with pride-friendly Santas, whatever, and hiring people like this clown, the Senate staffer, who's been busted for having gay sex in the Senate hearing room, as revealed again by the Daily Caller. I'm sure this is not the first time this has ever happened, but it truly is disgusting. In a video, I, I, don't, I don't even know if we should be sharing this or giving this airtime, but a staffer again is seen on all fours 
and it, it just gets worse and worse from there. Uh, apparently, uh, Greg Price, who does some incredible journalism, can confirm that Senator Ben Cardin, what state is Ben Cardin from? He's for he, oh, from Maryland. Wow, <laughs> look at that. Uh, Greg Price has this this tweet out. Quote, can confirm that the Senator Cardin staffer who filmed himself having sex in a Senate hearing room is this guy. What's his name? Aiden Mace uh, Cheropsky. According to his LinkedIn, he's based in D.C. He's a legislative aide at the U.S. Senate. He's also the same guy who yelled free Palestine at Jewish representative Max Miller on Wednesday, which is just truly Truly disgusting. Um, this uh, guy, Maze, Mice, Chiropsky, he's an alum of Johns Hopkins University and Berkeley. And he's been working in the Senate for over two years. Wow. Wow. I, I don't even I don't even know what exactly to say. I'm not surprised. The Biden administration once again lets us down. I I don't know <laughs> what exactly is going on. I mean, this is. I hope this person gets fired, loses their job. Obviously, this this is disgusting. This kind of depravity is so normalized with the Biden administration. But this guy, I mean, come on, free Palestine and also having homosexual intercourse. I mean, we need to have him reassigned to Gaza, right? oh no but seriously it's just kind of typical liberal behavior i guess at least these days nothing is too low nothing is shameful nothing is disgusting even this complete disrespect of america's most sacred secular albeit but sacred institutions a senate hearing room come on man truly just disgusting and the same guy that yells free palestine at people I'm not sure if Senator Ben Cardin is going to put out anything, by the way. I'm not sure if uh, he, he's going to comment on this disgrace. But it, it, it is, for, for those of you who are, who are just making connections in your own mind, it does remind me of the story of Sodom and Gomorrah a little bit. But seriously, I just cannot believe. It's like, I mean, obviously, if they fire him, the alphabet mafia the LGBTQIAA plus minus divided by sign exponent parenthesis, that that crowd will throw a fit, right? I mean, could you imagine what would happen if somebody like this was fired? You can't fire somebody for actually being corrupt or actually being depraved or um, having no sense of moral standards or personal responsibility or having any sense of respect for the job or for the position or for the government. But again, this is the same administration that says, quote unquote, the adults are in charge, right? This is this is what happens when you put somebody like Biden in office. When you elect clowns, expect a circus. What else can we expect, right? This is why we all need to be turning out next November in record numbers and droves to make sure that we put Trump back into office. We need him now more than we ever have before. And it's just truly, truly horrifying. Hopefully America lasts that long, considering there's still an invasion going on at the southern border. And we've also got lots of other disputes going on around the world stage. But seriously, how it's like with this story, no wonder America has become the laughing stock of geopolitics. 
No wonder our oldest allies, like France, are distancing themselves from this administration, from the U.S. government. At least publicly, right? Nobody wants to be associated with this kind of depravity, with this, with this kind of horrible disrespect. And of course, you're not going to get this from the mainstream media, right? You're not, you're not going to get this from really anyone. I, I mean, is CBS going to talk about this or CNN or ABC or NBC? Are we going to hear this from Vox or BuzzFeed or Huffington Post? Are we, are we going to hear this from any? Uh, how about the New York Times? Hmm? Are we going to hear any about this from Pod Save America or Media Matters? No. I don't think so. How about from Pod... Did we say Pod Save America? No, I don't know. Probably not. You're probably going to hear something about this from maybe Matt Walsh. He's already talking about it. Dan Bongino. The guys at The Blaze the, at, at Breitbart. Maybe Joe Rogan will talk about it. The Wall Street Journal, probably. Fox News, eh, maybe. New York Post, probably. Daily Mail. It's very clear. It's so wild to me how this is so political. Everybody should be able to kind of condemn this behavior. Everybody should be able to say that this is disgusting. And it's trending all over X, by the way. You don't even have to take my word for it. Don't just listen to me. We talk about this with Andrea. You can go look at multiple sources. Go see how this is being spun. If you know progressives or left-wingers who were talking about this or Democrats, listen to their narrative. Listen to the ways in which they describe it. I'll be very curious to see how this gets defended or justified, assuming that it does, because there's nothing more ironic and maybe sickening than a Democrat Senate staffer filming a gay sex tape in the Senate hearing room. The video is disgusting. It's appalling. I've seen it. There, there are clips of it all over X. I really do not recommend it at all. Please do not watch this video. But lots of reporting going on about it. And again, Senator Cardin, Maryland Senator Cardin, Bueller, Bueller, you have some explaining to do. What's going on? You need to get your house in order because this is just disgusting. Truly it is. So I don't know. Aiden, this Mays Chorovsky kid obviously needs to be fired. Obviously, we need the we need some kind of accountability. It's truly, truly horrifying. It's just between Hunter Biden, between all, all the stuff, the, the amount of sex tapes that are coming out of the Biden White House, the Biden administration. It's truly and it's just it's depravity across the board. There's a there's a lack. Of, the, there's no moral framework. There, there is no sense of what is right and what is wrong. This is just truly horrifying. But it's not even the worst thing coming out of D.C. this week because I really think the Jill Biden Christmas video, of course, secular version, non-Christian version, takes the cake for maybe the most cringe cringeworthy story of the week. I don't know. Having said that, we're coming into the last segment of the show tonight. I cannot believe it. The time is flying by. Please stick around and stay tuned because we will be right back. You're listening to AM 1170 FM 96.1 The Answer San Diego. We will be right back. Stay tuned. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego. What's going on? Last segment here. I can't believe it of the night. I hope you're having a good Friday night. And I wish you all a great weekend. Please. Spend time with your friends, family, rest up, get some good food, get some sunlight. 
do whatever you can. And Christmas is just around the corner, so it's the giving season. I'm very excited getting gifts. Have you all started buying gifts yet? It's the 15th, and I, I mean, I have. I definitely have. This year, I've actually been very good about it. But last year, I waited until the very last possible moment. It was disastrous. It was not good. I do not recommend procrastinating when it comes to, to Christmas gifts and just arrangements and plans. It's a special time. You want it to go well. You're going to see lots of family. So just make it easy for yourself. Future you will be happy if current present you is proactive. So that, that's all I can say. Having said that, obviously, we got to do a hero of the week and a stink of the week. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's a lot of candidates for stink of the week. I'm trying to think of a hero of the week. But there are many, many candidates for stink of the week, including... Harvard President Claudine Gay, who's getting a lot of defense from her colleagues at Harvard. It's sad to see it. It's a very a once what was once a mighty institution has fallen, and the bigger they are, the harder they fall when it comes to the plunge into wokeism, which means really a, a cultural death for the traditional West, because that's what modern day liberalism does. The liberal and really the liberal ideology in all of its forms, socialism, communism, it robs people of the will to defend and protect their own heritage, their own history, their own geographical spaces, their own country, their own identity. That's what's going on. And for that reason, speaking of, with all the anti-white racism and anti-American extremism, and all of the, uh, and almost all of it, by the way, coming out of the Democrat Party, including with anti-Semitism, I think the stink of the week should be Boston Mayor Michelle Wu. Again, I'm not sure if her white husband is allowed to go to these electeds of color-only parties as a plus one, but the fact that she even has something like that, and she's been doing it for, for years and years, I guess, is disgusting to me. Racism in all of its forms is horrible. It's evil, regardless of the race or skin color of the person being racist or the person being victimized. Racism is evil, plain and simple. You should never reduce someone down to their skin color. Judge someone by the content of their character, by who they are and how they live and what they do, not by the color of their skin. And we're all children of God, by the way, brothers and sisters. So I hate to see people be divided for something as arbitrary as skin color. No, Look, race is important. I'm not colorblind. Of course, human beings aren't colorblind, but we should be celebrating our diversity, at least in that sense. But still, modern America, the liberal class has made it a sin to defend the traditions of the Western world, our Christian moral framework, our sense of law and order and constitutional rights, separation of powers, checks and balances. The social contract is being completely rewritten. The purpose of government is being radically transformed while the size of the government expands exponentially. And it's rife with racists and anti-Semites like Michelle Wu. So, Michelle Wu, you are the stink of the week. Again, that's the mayor over there in Boston. And for the rest of you folks, all you fine listeners out there, thank you so much for sticking with me until the end. It's been a great show on this fantastic, beautiful Friday evening here in Southern California. I hope that you have a good weekend, a blessed weekend, with friends and family and good food and lots of rest. It's the giving season, so try to do something kind if you can, and and think about those gifts. Think about making your Christmas arrangements now. Trust me, you don't want to wait until the last minute. 
And again, I will see you all on Monday. You can find me on X at Riley underscore McBride underscore. You've been listening to The Andrea K Show. Stay tuned. Stay frosty. Keep your head on a swivel. Have a blessed weekend. I will see you all on Monday with Andrea. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.